Cheeto Chibuye, Keegan Chanel on the mic, getting ready for what we affectionately call Georgia, Florida, Florida hate week. Let's get it. You know what it is. Off the leash. Off the leash. So UGA, coming off the bye week, we've had some time to, you know, get our stuff together. We've had a bunch of injuries. We've faced what some would consider a gauntlet, maybe some not so much, but we've gotten past the first first half of our schedule. Now we really want to put the bow on this, and it starts with Florida. Florida on a bye week, too. They are four and three, so really not the best Florida team that we've seen in a while. But even though they're unranked, this is a rivalry, and we can't sleep on them. But on paper, it looks like UJ should dominate. But we've we've been here before. We've seen this movie before. Thoughts, Keegan? Yeah, obviously, this is a big game. We got the cocktail party and down there in Jacksonville. And I'm starting to wish that it was just in Athens, to be honest. And that's a whole debate into itself. But, you know, I don't know if this game is ever not going to be big if you're a Georgia fan, but it's certainly big for what Georgia's trying to do, and it's certainly big for Florida in the sense that, you know, if they could, you know, beat Georgia, there would be a silver lining to their disappointing season, and Dan Mullen might not be on the hot seat. So there's a lot of hype for either side going into this game, despite one team being four and three and having a disappointing season, and Georgia, on the other hand, being doing so well, so... Yeah, I, I think there's just a lot. That's pretty much the storylines going into it in the in the QB controversy. But overall, for me, I know that if Georgia takes care of business against Florida, then really a team like Alabama or whatever offense they're going to see, Florida's with the best of them with what they can do. And if we're able to stop like their explosive plays, that I don't think anyone could stop us. So that's what I'll take out of it. If we dominate, like I think we can, it's a big test. It, it, it is a big test. And um, again, this is the first time since I think 2017 that these two teams coming into this meeting have not been ranked top 10. Uh, I think that's going back to, yeah, to 17, like I said, um, but it could go either way. And even though Florida has three losses on the season, there's no such thing as more victories in college football, but let's give them credit where it's due and let's, you know, bust their head where they deserve it too. They lost a close game to Bama. Now, does that say a little bit more about Florida or more about Bama? In my opinion, Bama. But, hey, they, they almost beat them. Their offense is elite. If you're looking at the numbers, it's elite. No, they do not have the Kyle Trask. No, they do not have the Kyle Pitts, which is why ultimately I think Georgia wins this game because they run the ball. And, again, just like Arkansas, just like Auburn, you're running the ball right into the strength of our team. This front seven will not be moved. You're hearing all this Jordan Davis stuff to New York. And while I know good and well that a defensive tackle is not going to win a Heisman, you better understand how much of an impact he has on this defense. This guy eats space, sacks, tackles for loss. He does everything. I'm talking like the, the comparison should be Warren Sapp, B- bottom line. That's how effective he has been for our team. And you got Nicobe Dean. Um, 
And again, we're getting healthy. But make no mistake, Florida would love nothing more than to ruin the perfect season, the championship season that we are geared up to have now. Bottom line, they want to ruin that, and we cannot let them. We cannot let them do that. Uh, they lost. Florida also lost uh, twenty to thirteen to Kentucky. Uh, another good opponent there, and then really an embarrassing outing against LSU. I mean, yeah, they lost forty nine to forty two, put up a lot of points, but if you're giving up forty nine to LSU, uh, an offensively challenged team this year compared to last year, we're we're finna put numbers up on you too. And then going into the quarterback controversy, will they play Emory Jones or AR-15, as they love to call him? I haven't really seen a whole lot of film on him, but redshirt freshman. I don't know if I put a redshirt freshman out there against this defense, but Dan Mullen, if that's what you're trying to do, bro, go ahead. And then also, will we see JT Daniels or will we see Stetson Bennett? What are your thoughts on both the controversies? I hate calling them controversies because they're really not. But like as a head coach, Kirby and Dan Mullen, what would you do? How would you approach this game from the quarterback position? Well, if I was Dan Mullen, I would definitely put Emory Jones out there and work in AR-15 because Emory Jones has more experience. It's a bigger moment. It's a better team. It's more of a test. And, you know, AR-15, he kind of it's like kind of like the Jake Fromm-Justin Fields situation where you got like that young talent. It might even be better one day, but it's just not quite developed as much. So I feel like that's kind of like what they're dealing with. So I would kind of work in Emory Jones throughout most of the game and then have uh, AR-15 coming in here and there. And then I'd really be like doing all the QB runs and stuff, but mm-hmm. I'd also be passing down deep, trying to expose us in that way. I mean, they they could put together the perfect game plan and perfect ex- execution and have the ability to like put it on us. But, you know, I just think that like they don't execute to that level. I haven't seen that at all. Right. And we execute to the highest level. So I haven't seen us like, you know, fudge up enough, Like we've had a few mistakes, but not mm-hmm. really quite just giving up a game or anything. So I just see this coming down to Georgia executing over what Florida's best game could do for them. Plain and simple. So, so many, so many good points and all valid, like plain and simple. UGA has been consistently playing at a high level on defense, really on offense with backups. And then Florida yeah. has consistently not anything could happen to sec, but, I like everyone to regress to their mean. I like us to play good on defense. I like them to play decent on offense. But what I'm more worried about is Dan Mullen really throwing the kitchen sink at us. Now, like you were saying, AR-15 and Emory Jones just don't have what Kyle Trask and Kyle Pitts had last year. I went back and watched the game because they beat us 44-28. to We started that game off pretty good. And this was Stetson Bennett too, mind you, which is another thing. Mm -hmm. Maybe we come out with JT Daniels and maybe we have like a little package for Stetson. He was successful in some places, but again, Stetson last year was thrown into coverage, uh, turnovers here and there, and it cost us the game. They beat us fair and square, but they were also way more talented last year. So I just wanted to note that. And as far as their offense, I'm telling you, don't go to sleep. They are ninth in total yards. That's 500 yards per game. Now the bulk of it, again, is going to come from the run game, which they are even more so elite. Number four in the nation at 256 rushing yards per game. I got news for you, though. You're not doing that come Saturday. You'd be lucky to get half of that. If you get 125 rushing yards, I'll give you a chance to come within 10 points of UJ. That's how serious I'm about this defense. And when you have that bad taste in your mouth, like all of us, including this team has from last year, 
I'm praying for the Gators right now. We coming for them and we coming for them heavy. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. and we'll emphasize it in the post game if it comes to fruition. But again, I mentioned it, Arkansas and Auburn, we took away what they did best and that's what it's going to come down to. Um, now for us on the offensive side, I don't think we're going to have any problems doing what we want, but do we see JT? Do we see Stetson who has now actually been named to the Davy O'Brien award list? That's how good he's been playing. And again, I, I want to put it more on the offense in itself and the weapons he has around him versus JT, but Hey, I'll take either. I'll take either in this game. Uh, but I wanted to mention or ask you, Keegan, because I know with these rivalries, there's always a big moment or many moments over the years. Do you have a favorite Georgia-Florida moment that you can recall that you'll never forget in this series? I think it's got to be the the touchdown celebration when everyone came onto the field, got in the end zone, and was getting hyped and dancing in Florida's face. I mean – I mean, that's so unmarked Rick, but I think that's why he orchestrated that. Mm-hmm. And he knew that that series needed a little, like, you know, suck it, <laughs> yeah. basically. Yeah. You know, so that was just beautiful, all, all accounts, and just such a surprising thing that it, it stands out out of all the, all the times, for and sure. What about you? For me, for me, man, it was, uh, it was, <laughs> I think it was 2012. Ironically enough, when we had Todd Grantham or a third, third and Grantham, which we also need to talk about. Todd Grantham is. So he's one of those coordinators. He's not a terrible coordinator overall. There are some things he's good at, like blitzing (laughs) third and Grantham. (laughs) And one of my favorite memories is when we had Jarvis Jones and that unit was just, if anything, that unit could blitz. I think he said, or he was like, he was up there in sacks that year, Jarvis, and he recovered that fumble mm. in the end zone, like right when Florida's coming in to score to win the game. I mean, that was – I still remember going nuts, and um, <laughs> that's a perfect segue into what we're going to see uh, from Todd Grantham come Saturday. Now, I don't think he has mm-hmm. the horses. He don't have the Jarvises to Alec Ogletrees, the Sean Williams, like to come to come get us. And Georgia's actually given up probably the lowest blitz percentage or pressure percentage – in the nation, if not the SEC. So um, I think we embarrassed Todd Grantham. We know what he does. He can't stop the run. We're running. And there's going to be some questions about the uh, the coaching future of both Todd Grantham and Dan Mullen, especially if Dan Mullen decides he's not going to get rid of Grantham. I think it may come down to that type of situation. Um, but yeah, just a little memory lane right there. A little memory lane. But the, the guy that we lost to Florida most recently, uh, is it Brenton? Does name the defensive end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brent Cox, Brent Cox. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, I, I, he's pretty dang good. You know, he's legit. I feel like he, I feel like he might make a couple of statements, but yeah, I just don't think. But he came from us. But anyway, exactly. He's the best player on their yeah. defense now. How ironic. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I don't think that they have the talent, and as I don't see. As good as their coaching might be, and if Dan Mullen calls a perfect game and just throws us at us, you know, that'll only buy you so much. You know, it might get you close, but we would have to really underperform and be outcoached. And I just don't think that's – I don't think, you know, they can outcoach us that much. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I don't think we'll play that bad. So, I feel good about the game. I wish I could be down there. I think I'm going to at least be in Athens on Saturday 
and uh, it'll be it'll be a good time. Good Speaking time. Of, hopefully, watching Florida get beat. Would down. you rather personally the series continue to be in Jacksonville or switch to a, a, a home and home format, or do you do you care? I think it doesn't make as much sense to have it in Jacksonville. It's not truly neutral. Georgia has to travel a lot further. It's only like an hour or so away from where Florida's at in Gainesville. And it's, you know, you got to drive to the airport, fly, all this kind of stuff. Um, So I think Athens would benefit a lot more in growth and the revenue they would get. I think I've heard numbers as high as like 22 million each year just from this game. So if that, you know, got allocated to Georgia, they were saying potentially that they could, you know, uh, I was listening to dog nation and they were saying that uh, you could actually fly. You could actually have an airport in Athens, you know, because Gainesville has got so much money coming to the state of Florida that they've actually been able to build an airport. So if Georgia had that, we wouldn't even need them to drive to Atlanta. So just things of that nature that just help the economy that you don't really think of i would just say would overall benefit the state and it just helps recruiting it's such a big game and that would just go such a long way in helping recruiting and personally i would go to more games because if you're gonna you know spend that money to go down there it ends up being quite costly yeah. and from what i hear jacksonville's not that great <laughs> and i, mean, I would insist there's a reason why a lot of georgia fans you know they don't stay in Jacksonville stay in St. Simons, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then, yeah. then if you got to make the trek. So I've actually never thought about kind of lo- the logistics of that, but the money and the things like that, that we would benefit from make a lot of sense. Now, being that it's a huge event, I love the fact that it's in Jacksonville for that, but hell, we can't even use the name. We can't even call the event by its name. So might as well go ahead and switch it to a home and home. If we can't call it by its yeah. name, take it, take the hell up out of Jacksonville. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we weren't yeah, tripping just, but if you tripping let's just move it then if that if you're so worried yeah. about whatever bro anyways yeah that's what <laughs> i'm saying i digress but um yeah like you said unless something crazy happens and normally you know we would attribute that to uh turnovers anything happened to the sec but florida's turnover margin is negative seven to uga's plus three so even that is not in their favor i'm not saying it's not gonna happen but pff, i don't see kyle pitts I don't see Kyle Trask walking back in having Heisman seasons. So, I mean, we'll see. I don't want to toot my own horn, but also if UJ gets healthy, but I keep having these conversations because all these other fans are wanting to say, you know, it's either man. Oh, y'all are really good. Or Georgia fans are like, Hey, we're so good. Like this team's not even whole. This team's not even whole yet. It's not even whole yet. We're doing this again with backups and sophomores and freshmen. Let us have a full roster the way it was supposed to be. And then if we're dominating, then I'll feel a little bit more comfortable being like, yeah, we're number one. We are number one. We've earned it. But we our ceiling is a little bit higher. I don't know what comes, what's better than number one. But until the hardware comes in, I, I, I'm chilling. So, again, we got a revenge game. It's, it's on the dogs. The rest of the season, it's on us. We got a couple of good offenses we're going to have to take down in Florida and Tennessee. Who uh, who's kind of picking up on the offensive side, but you just don't want to you don't want to waste this season. You don't want to have one of those losses that we've had in the past. Those games we shouldn't have dropped. But overall, for <laughs> in memoriam for old Rick Sp- or Steve Sprayer, excuse me. Score prediction: I got UGA. I got UGA coming in and coming in hot with JT. 
I'm going 51 to Florida State. 51 13. We're going to hang 50 on him. Just so the old ball coach knows it's for him because you know he'll be watching and it'll be just for him. I hope Kirby looks at the camera and just like, hey, with a visor, tip the cap, boy. That's for you, old ball coach. That's for you. <laughs> mm, I'm going to go 41 to 17, dogs on top. Uh, and that's only right. So, bye week's done. Back to football. Back to the action. Let's get this dub and uh, happy uh, Halloween for everybody out there. You're going to Jacksonville. You're going to St. Simon. Enjoy yourself. Because you know there's going to be some property getting damaged <laughs> this weekend. Uh, it's going to be a good one, Keegan. And you're going down to Athens, you said, huh? Yes, sir. I think I might go to a friend's house and just watch the game. So. Yeah, well, you enjoy it, man. Enjoy your Halloween. Have a good weekend. And we'll... uh get back with you dog nation after this one's all said and done that's right go dogs appreciate y'all you know what it is off the loose